Welcome to Sales Tech Stars Sales Star Podcast. This is where we feature news, tips, and insights on B two B sales. Happy to have you here. Hi, I hope everyone still remembers. I'm Paroma Sen. Welcome to the Sales Star Podcast. And guess what? I am Paroma Sen as well. Yes, you heard that right. You not yet got schizophrenia. We are both Paroma Sen. Yeah, and you know what's the most exciting part is that we're so happy to welcome all of you to the first episode of our very special Paroma in Conversation with Paroma podcast, a fresh, light-hearted series of episodes where we now aim to bring you a truly global perspective. Why? Given that one of us sits on one side of the world and the other is on the exactly opposite side of the world. So I'm not really sure how you're going to handle this, but here's Paroma Sen of the Sales Star podcast, basically welcoming Paroma Sen, Global Director at SAP. And Paroma, why don't you dive into this whole Paroma in Conversation with Paroma series? What is this going to be about? What should our audience look forward to? Absolutely. Thanks for that intro. Basically, our dear audience, we thought that we are each Paroma Sen, but we work in similarly related worlds of technology and how technology is influencing the future of work and the future of marketing, sales and other such digital technologies. So we thought, why don't we come together, talk about this, given that our names are the same, we can confuse you enough, right? <laughs> and given that I think a lot of times there have been instances where people have thought this Paroma is the other one in, you know, uh, when it comes to PR communications and things like that. So yeah, so we're like, why not just bring something up together to the same audience? Absolutely. The confusion happens all the time. But yes, let's make the most of this uh, wonderful serendipity almost. So the topics we thought we would bring to you over time include things like digital transformation, how the world of COVID has changed the way we go to market and products and services. We will talk about customer experience, D&I, upskilling, remote work, and marketing for good, the purpose-driven marketing. So these are some of the topics that we thought we would come together and speak about. And it's really exciting because I'm pretty sure that none of you are going to have an opportunity like this to listen to two Paroma Sens jabbering at you. And disclaimer here, we're not related and this is not planned. This is a complete coincidence. And on that note, why don't we begin? But first, I think everyone should get to know Paroma Sen of SAP. So why don't you tell us about yourself, Paroma? We'd love to start by getting to really know you, your role at SAP. How has 2020 been for you and your team amid the pandemic? And also your marketing and sales team is excited for Q1 in 2021. So how's all of this looking for you guys? Wow. Yeah, that's, that's a bunch of questions rolled into one. Let's go through that. I've been doing technology marketing for over 15 years and I have worked through multiple industries. So I started with manufacturing and then worked my way up the value chain very intentionally because I wanted to work for higher margin businesses. And now I'm marketing enterprise software with SAP. I lead B2B industries marketing within our customer experience solution space. So that's my role. And of course, this year, you must have seen the same thing, Paroma. Everything has changed. I used to go into work five days a week. And now suddenly, come March 5th, I haven't gone to work even one day. But that has led to longer hours at work. And suddenly, we find that we are actually, in some ways, more productive than going into work and you know going through the office commute and all of that. So yes, everything has changed. I do miss going into work. I miss seeing my colleagues, some of the collaboration. 
is not as good on digital as it is face to face, right? But this is the way it is. And since we were already a digitally transformed company, I think it was easier for us to change. At the same time, our customers are sometimes going through really bad times and we are trying to help them out, support their business model, support their changes and transformations through this year and beyond. And like you said, setting us up for a better 2021. Planning is going on right now with our marketing functions. So yes, all of that rolled into one. Absolutely. One crazy year. Yeah. Absolutely. So while we dive into the topic of the day or the topic of this first episode of our special series, I first want to have this quick chat with you about your remote work experience. So suppose you had to have SAP take on a 100% remote culture forever, like, like we have had some really big guys do in the recent months. Mm-hmm. Well, how would you really accept that? What do you actually think about remote work? So I'll share my opinion here. I was, I was enjoying it when all of this happened in March. I really did. I liked that I didn't have to drive to work and, you know, I was using that time, uh, you know, to cook something better for lunch, for example, because I was Mm -hmm. at home and uh, I really enjoyed it for the first couple of months. But as you know, as this sort of got elongated, so technically our offices all over the world are on, but we don't have everyone going into work. We still have a large chunk of us working from home. And Mm -hmm. as you rightly said, collaboration is, is not seamless beyond a point. I think initially it was all about what you know, what you're familiar with, you can just do because you already know how to do it. But when you want to scale something, when you want to do something new, when you have to train new people, it gets very difficult, I think, when you're only working remote. So I don't support this forever. What about you? Very interesting. Yes, that, that was a very good perspective, especially since you're all over the other side of the world in Mumbai. Good to hear that side of the story. So I'm seeing two distinct, two types of experiences for Roma. One side, I mean, the salespeople in my company are are telling me that, hey, it's actually been really easy to set up appointments with customers that because they are not going anywhere, they're stuck at home and they want to talk to people, they miss the human interaction. So they've been getting many more appointments set up than they would have normally by traveling around the world and setting up, you know, uh, face-to-face meetings. So that's one kind of experience. But on the other side, when I talk to some of my developers who have families and children, They have too much to manage. They're not being able to do, you know, parenting and teaching their children from home, managing their online classes and a full-time job and cooking and everything without any support system at all because the entire service industry is completely, you know, you you have no contact, right? So it's been very difficult for them. For me, it's been great. Just like you, I've enjoyed saving the commute time, doing work from home, but I do miss my colleagues. I miss the collaboration. And when, when things go back to normal, I would like to have a balance where, you know, a couple of days I can work from home in the week. And then a couple of days I go in and have that full collaboration, be able to eat lunch with colleagues, you know, interact with them at that human level that I've really missed. So it's basically more of a hybrid model, which is what a lot of people are kind of leaning towards, you know, have the flexibility, have a remote work culture. But yeah, when things are suffering or when you really need it, you need to have people on the ground. And and it's like one size doesn't fit all. Right. Absolutely. So that's great. That's great to hear. And we will dive into that again. But how about let's uh, get into the topic of the day. I'm excited to hear your thoughts on today's theme. So we've all seen uh, what 2020 was all about. And we're all recovering in our own different ways. And we're all preparing for 2021. But as we head into the new year, we'd like to know what some of your biggest thoughts or observations were this year when it came to digital transformation, which has not just been a buzzword. 
it's been a core theme because we've seen the need for it we've seen the growing need across industries we've seen that without it businesses will not survive so what are some of the top shifts that you observed or that you closely follow that you'd like to talk about in this space and how you seeing this impact the b2b technology marketplace in the short term yeah great topic good selection of topic here paroma as you know i live in san francisco on the west coast of california and one of the first things that we saw happen not just in california but the rest of the us and i believe where you live in mumbai india as well we saw a lot of inventory issues with essential products we saw things like toilet paper and hand sanitizer run out we saw lines outside groceries for that we saw people trying to buy on amazon and prices shooting up and all of that is what we typically call in the industry we call it the bull whip effect because when you crack a whip with if you remember the matadors and uh, you know they used to use a whip with bulls it goes in that sine wave pattern so basically the demand is so high that the inventory is not able to catch up and it takes some time before those two variables the demand and the supply line up together and you have sufficient inventory to satisfy demand so what has happened is companies that don't have that digital look into their inventory and supply chain they suffered the most because they were unable to have those two variables come together quickly but companies that had a digitally transformed supply chain they were able to match those two much faster so that's one of the first things i think that we saw back in march april that the essential products really ran out other things we've seen of course we've seen service industries had a huge learning because you know sending people to people's houses to service their appliances to service their xfinity comcast your cable connections a lot of service oriented industries have suffered and they've had to implement new protocols are they sanitizing are they maintaining social distance are they masking and are, how are they communicating this so they've had to learn a completely new way of working and communicating these changes with customers even things like doctors offices salons spas they've had to space out they could handle maybe 5 or 10 customers at the same time now they can only handle one or two everything that's customer facing everything related to any physical presence the fundamentals have changed going forward right exactly those two were two big things and then two other things that i noticed of course we talked about the digital workforce remote working culture but manufacturing so manufacturing is usually always the industry that it gets impacted the worst when there's a global recession of any kind right Absolutely. so i mean just think about it in the fall in in august is when parents send their school uh, children off to universities there's huge for example students from brazil and china and india that come to the us and go to europe and australia for studies this year dramatically less maybe not none at all right so that impacts the sales of things like pcs and mobile phones that these kids would have used now we have manufacturers of those types of products sitting with a lot of raw material inventory that they cannot convert because a their factories are shut and b the demand is really sunk so that sector manufacturing sector is going to take time to come back to normalcy hopefully 2021 will be better absolutely and obviously as you've observed all of these core problems and challenges in the global workplace what are some of the core predictions now that you have other core solutions that you'd come forward to so you have we still have a lot of companies who are recovering we have a lot of them who are thinking of enhancing their entire digital platform 
because they are looking at as we did discuss briefly it's not just a hybrid model when it comes to work it has to be a hybrid model when it comes to every kind of process within a company now so i think business leaders are still sort of not everyone has adapted to that so not everyone really knows how they are going to manage a world where you're not really sure what the health situation or the global pandemic is going to how it's going to play out and how it's further going to impact things like travel things like events and you know people are opening up to the idea of uh, you know doing everything with precautions but again we've had countries go back into second lockdowns we've had a lot of issues over the last couple of weeks so what are some of your top predictions now with all of this in mind so yes when you mentioned some countries going back to lockdown we are right now here in severe lockdown we are back in the purple tier which is the most severe category everything is pretty much shut all over again we had retail open up a few months back and now it's gone back so yes the economy is taking a hit but to answer what you said what are the technologies what are the trends what are some of the biggest trends that you feel companies should really be looking at or focusing on so you know they need to right. strengthen everyone now knows they need to really strengthen their their digital processes it's going to take some time to have everyone sit in the office again so that's how you know you have a lot of pros and cons being weighed you have a lot of teams opening up to the idea of a global culture global talent market because you know okay why not let's all adopt a remote work model because it's more like you don't have a choice so companies mm-hmm. that want doing it are doing it but that's the whole point so when you have every process slowly becoming remote and you don't know for how long what are some of the top strategies or processes they should be looking at you know also given the challenges that you've seen in 2020 yeah so let's talk about a few of those let's peel back the onion a little bit let's start with one of the things you said hr and working from office how how does going back to office look like i have had hr friends in um, one of my friends in one of the larger uh, tech companies here in the bay area they are working on this different kind of rostering system trying to figure out how do they keep the workforce in the office to 25% which teams need to come in which other teams and how does that work another piece of this is filtration systems in buildings so there's a lot of research now going on about even when there are 25 to 50% people in the office how do they change the filtration systems and enhance them so that all these microbes are caught and uh, refreshed air comes in and how do they separate people so the research and de- development uh, spending is going on in that sector as well which will also impact travel industry because while people are still flying there needs to be better filtration systems that give people a little bit of peace of mind uh, paroma i mean my dad is planning to come here next year and i'm very worried how is he going to travel for 24 to 30 hours from india to san francisco in a plane where you still have to eat right you can't not eat for 24 hours and there are people around you and you still have to wear a mask and a face shield it will be uncomfortable and i hope that there's some advancement of filtration technologies that that are implemented by them what else you mentioned digital selling so companies that are moving or have moved to digital selling model with an e-commerce platform are obviously able to sustain their business much better than companies that did not have an e-commerce uh, wing that were only selling physically So that's one big shift that we are seeing even with my company with SAP. E-commerce sales is really really going up and people are reinforcing their digital selling not just through commerce but also their sales platforms like CRM and other such sales technologies. And what are some of the challenges you're seeing in the the younger companies as they are 
putting these technologies in place. So even if you want to take a broad example of the e-commerce space. So um, you, you rightly said that a lot of brick and mortar companies uh, did suffer because they didn't have a digital platform. So now that uh, some of them have opened up to the idea and they've started turning this into a priority, what are some of the challenges you'd warn them against? That's great. As smaller brands get into e-commerce, so processes are always overlap with other processes, right? So as they put up this e-commerce platform, now they realize that that impacts their marketing processes because now suddenly they have to invest more in digital marketing to bring about a, the discoverability of this new e-commerce platform and then marketing it so that the right customers see it. And they're I mean, given that they are all digital, they have to be exposed to this new brand, new digital entity in a digital way. Right. So they have to spend more on digital advertising, digital marketing, all of that. Sometimes their marketing teams are not set up to do a lot of digital marketing. So they have to learn that there's a lot of upskilling and HR processes involved. So everything bleeds into something else. And they realize that in order to be a truly digital company selling digitally, all of these other processes have to be digital, too. Otherwise, it creates a silos and you just don't see the efficiencies. That's one of the biggest challenges. Yeah, absolutely. Great. So back again to the predictions, you were talking about remote selling. Are there any such other specific digital platforms that leaders, mid-level leaders should be looking at when they're enhancing their strategies in 2021? Yeah. So we talked about commerce. We talked about sales processes. We talked about marketing a little bit. We talked about HR. Uh, we talked about um, then procurement comes in the way. Comes in the way. So basically you see that everything that a company does in order to sell Unless it's a digital process as well, it breaks down somewhere down the road. So in order to be able to sell digitally, you must be able to market digitally. And then your employees must be enabled digitally through HR processes. You must be able to source your products digitally so that you can match your inventory and supply. We talked about this early on. All of that. Yeah. So now when you have to put all of this together as a leader like you, who's been heavily involved in marketing or customer facing roles, there's always been some common technologies that have always enabled your efforts through your time in the space. So do you want to throw some light on those when it comes to remote selling, remote marketing, remote marketing processes, strengthening collaboration amongst the team, anything that you'd like to like to specifically talk about yeah that's interesting that you bring that up at this point because we just saw that um salesforce is now purchasing slack yeah. so slack yeah. has been a front runner when it comes to collaboration technologies including zoom and i have a feeling you know what i have a feeling that zoom is going to be bought up by somebody soon in 2021 as well and when that happens we'll take this little snippet of yours and broadcast it everywhere this was a prediction <laughs> that Paloma sure. had already spoken about and it's not just that, um, you know, Salesforce is buying Slack, but if you see what they said about their strategy, they're trying, they're going to make that Slack type of interface at the heart of their technologies. The collaboration comes to the heart of CRM and other such technologies, which is very interesting because ultimately that's the way human beings work. It's not about the technology. It's about people coming together to work on common tasks and common missions and putting Slack kind of interface at the heart will really you know, be a game changer. I feel that's very, very interesting. Although Salesforce is a competitor of SAP, I think that strategy is very, very bang on. 
absolutely and we'll we'll definitely have a discussion on that as well sometime in the future but uh, i think all in all paroma this was a very interesting conversation on digital transformation trends and observations and uh, i'm really looking forward to our next episode and let's not tell everyone what it's really going to be about but before we get there do you have a couple of uh, takeaways or a parting thought that you would like to share yes i'd like to say that we are seeing you know this year has brought about very very challenging situations and there has been some slowdown in all industries some are harder than others but somehow everybody is connected so if one industry suffers then a lot of connected industries suffer too and we are all connected in that way for example you know some parts of retail are seeing a boom like online groceries and you know deliveries are seeing a boom but other sides of retail are seeing a huge fall like nobody's buying as much hats or shoes you know things that you would need more of if you were going out on a daily basis it's very easy to come up with a one size fits all model but that's not going to lead to a lot of dramatic success next year unless we as technology providers really are able to understand customer challenges and pain points and deliver exactly what's needed so we have to get closer to the customer and i think digital is the way to do that we've all suddenly been faced with the deluge of digital but uh, i think that is also what's going to help solve our challenges in the long term absolutely paroma thank you so much for spending this time with us on episode 1 of the paroma in paroma in paroma in conversation with paroma series wow that that had to happen because we have the same name i have never done that before <laughs> but yeah it was great having you over and until episode 2 i hope uh, you and your team have a safe remote marketing and selling experience here on until 2021 in new york thank you so much paroma it was a pleasure speaking with you i hope to do it again soon have a nice day you too